we're starting. Hi, I'm Marin Smith. I'm Tanner Hodgson. And we're married. And this is a, a very Christmas, Christmas movie podcast. podcast. Today, we're talking about the 2020 Lifetime original movie, A Very Charming Christmas Town, uh, starring Natalie Hall and John Prescott. And directed by Jake Helgren, who we looked up and has directed four to six movies <laughs> since 2016 every year, <laughs> which is wild. It's a lot. He's he's prolific, Aaron. Mm-hmm. So how many how many Santas do you think you'd give this movie? You no, know, I was thinking about this um, while we were watching it. Why are we giving our Santa ratings at the beginning? Shouldn't we give them that's at the true. end? That's true. That's true. Isn't that what a normal thing <laughs> is? I guess that's true. The Santa ratings don't have to be like a thesis statement for the podcast. That's true. Um, I think we should I think we should start with whether or not we think people should watch it so that okay. they can choose Okay, to so they know and we'll hit a off. big we'll hit the Santa buzzer if you should. <laughs> Listen to it. And I'm going to get this produced. It's a buzzer shaped like Santa's head. <laughs> um, the whole I, thing is buzzer or is like maybe just the hat compressed? I think it's just his nose. Just the nose gets you pushed push in? it in. Okay, yeah. Like or maybe it's his two cheeks. His two red cheeks. <laughs> you have to put them both. It's like a submarine. Yeah. You, you have to both. have two people have to do it. So you both consent to watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I would not recommend. No. Um, and we did rewatch this because we actually watched this. Um, this is the first one. We this watched. is the first one we watched this year. We watched it on the day after Thanksgiving. So, and we, I don't think we were paying. No, I think it was actually the day before Thanksgiving. Um, and we weren't paying that much attention because, you know, we didn't know about this. We didn't know about this pod then. And also we just didn't care about this movie very <laughs> yeah. much. Um, well, the, it's it's kind of unremarkable in a lot of ways. It's not like bad enough, Mm-mm. you know. Like there, oh, there's extras. Um, I mean, the plot is very sh- strange. It's got like yeah, the classic thing of like for some reason she's a blogger who used to write songs. Yes, she's a blogger, but but yeah, don't watch this one. Yes, don't watch this one. I took notes the second time on like all of the scenes. And it had a lot of scenes. It had, and I think I might have missed maybe one or two. There were 49 scenes in this movie. Um, and it was and that very seems like a lot short. To you. Yeah, that seems, seems like a lot for an 80 minute movie. Yeah, that seems like <laughs> a lot. Because also, it's as though the movie, like this movie is sort of a will they, won't they. But But it's as though the movie was like, well, let's just like in in lieu of having a plot, let's just write more scenes of people doing stuff. Because <laughs> a lot of the scenes will just be like a shot of someone like working on some Christmas decoration, and it doesn't doesn't tell me anything about their character or really further any story at all. It's just like another scene, you know. It's like I guess Jake's mr Helgram's sort of philosophy of filmmaking is just like a movie is scenes (laughs) (laughs) so this movie takes place in a town called solvang it's a real place it's a real place you can go there yeah you can go there it's about like four hour drive from los angeles it's like a 
town where it's Christmas all year long. <laughs> well, it's like a bit. Yeah, they do Christmas big. And so this, of course, attracts the attention of a pair of bloggers. A pair of sister bloggers. Yeah, sister bloggers. Named Audrey and Reagan. I thought Reagan was the da- da- the niece's name. Somebody's named Reagan. Somebody's named Reagan. <laughs> the weird, such a weird part of our culture that a president's last name has become an, a name for daughters. I'm going to name my daughter Bush. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first part of this movie is about our, we meet our blogger, Audrey. She's in her kitchen in an un, unknown part of Los Angeles because we get some like stock establishing shots of LA that are not in the same locations. We get one at like the farmer's market, not the Beverly Center, at the Grove. And then we just get, we get like a shot that like looked like Glendale to me, you know, all kinds of shots, <laughs> various LA places. Um, her sister who lives in San Francisco, has come to visit her to pitch her that they need like a new holiday piece because they are getting lots of advertisers and advertisers want them to get a holiday piece. Well, advertisers love clicks (laughs) and they love visitors to websites. I don't... (laughs) We learned this movie seems to have... Characters in this movie have the point of view that getting traffic to your website in itself is inherently evil. (laughs) If you can, if you're not making blog posts just for the art of it, yeah. <laughs> you need to you need to get off the internet. Which I will say, those characters in that movie would love our podcast. Then <laughs> <laughs> um, the sisters are pouring coffee into these giant cardboard cylinders that look like a like cardboard. rain. That looks like a like rainmaker toy. <laughs> now, while I do agree, it looks like. The same like pattern dimensions. as a and, okay. pa- and dimensions as a cardboard rainmaker toy. It is clearly a metal like cylinder tumbler thing with like a plastic in. It is so tall. The only coffee. The of. only reason you would need a tumbler this tall if you were like, could I set? I'll tell you this, my coffee tumbler in my lap and also drink out of it in, while it's sitting in my lap. Now this is the first you've raised this criticism, and mm-hmm. I do agree with it. She was pouring coffee. She had a full coffee pot next to these two things, and I say, you're going to at most fill both of these halfway. Yeah. These are huge. So I do agree. There's no reason for them to be that tall. It's too big. Because also when something's but too Aaron big. But it's them. also a, tr- it is a travel coffee mug. And if your coffee mug is that big, you can't even drink it in the car because it'll hit the ceiling of your car. <laughs> So you have to be dri- drinking this in a convertible with a top down. And well, if you are driving cold. in a convertible with a top down, it it is n- not the weather for drinking hot coffee. No, it is. You think convertible it, with a top down, you're going to be icy cold. Okay, so you want to get this cold. This is December. You want to get cold. You want to get more cold. What do you mean you want to? I'm saying. I'm saying that the, if you the, are someone. The temperature of the weather at the, which you'd want to drink a nice hot coffee is not the temperature when you'd want to be driving in a convertible with the top down. Also, you never want to drive in a convertible with the top down. All your papers will blow away, <laughs> which is a fear I developed as a child. <laughs> that you'd like... My manuscript's going to blow yeah, away. But, that you like wouldn't notice that you ended up in a convertible? I mean, I've, I've maybe never been in a convertible to this day. Too scared. It's weird. Yeah. 
Well, also, I would read all the time as a kid. And also, one time, my sister threw <laughs> you know, like, up. People who in convertibles aren't <laughs> smart enough to read. One time, as a child, my sister threw a paper butterfly I made out the car window. It was like on a string, maybe. And she was like, well, it'll fly along. And then <laughs> it, she let go of it and it flew away. And we did then like drive around that area a little bit to see if we could see it. <laughs> Wait, you see if you could see it like you thought it had taken off and maybe we no, catch let's it see if we could around. find it. I was really sad. I was like, this is this is my beautiful art that I made. Isn't that beautiful? A child loving her own art. I didn't need the blog community to praise. I didn't need the likes. I liked it enough myself. Yeah, one like you only need one like your own. Yeah. Um, so we're sisters <laughs> there. Then we see some then we see our other characters. We meet them. We don't know who they are at this point. They're bringing a Christmas tree in. Well, we we quickly establish the sort of like you're this. Our lead is alone on Christmas. But yeah. She's gonna go with her sister and kids in San Francisco. Yeah. So she's got no no. I don't know. She's no like cr- sort of free on Christmas. Which but you is know important. what I would say? Not really though. Visiting your your family is plans on Christmas. <laughs> That's, I feel like most true. people right. are seeing their nieces and nephews. On I take it back. No, but this movie, this movie actually does assert that those are plans because she later is like, I wish I didn't have these plans. <laughs> um. So then she goes, she drives to Solvang. Oh, she first is reading a website for the Chronicler. Yes, yes. Which the- is not her blog. We never learned the name of her blog, but she's reading some sort of news site called The Chronicler. The, the Chronicler. Like like one who chronicles. Um, which is I think is that the second best or the best fake newspaper? Because another the other one watched- we saw was called the Telegram and Gazette. <laughs> they chose a prefix and, and a suffix, but had no specific. Yes, and also it said on the fake newspaper www.telegram.com <laughs> I'm like they got telegram.com all right um so she she goes to she's packing reading the news and then she goes to her car and she's wearing some gold pants now I bring this up because I think in this shot she's wearing different pants different golden pants than she's wearing for the rest of this day and my fan theory is they shot this shot later and they, those p- golden pants were lost. So they bought the closest they could find and they didn't think eagle-eyed viewers would notice <laughs> that these pants in this shot of her going to her car are not sparkly. They are just a golden pleather pant. Um, she goes to solving. She gets out of her car. She's wearing her shiny golden pants. <laughs> now, my, my hope for this is to go fast. Is that we would... Spend less time just going to the plot. Aaron has written down 50 scenes and is going to have a, a comment for all 50. I won't for all of them. I'm going to, because this next section is so samey that there's okay. so little to say about it. Okay, I guess I trust you. Um, So then a man riding a like, driving like a pedicab almost runs into her. It's very manufactured moment. She falls down onto a uh, pile of cotton. Which looked pretty comfy. If you had to fall down, I'd rather yeah. fall on that than the street. It's supposed to be snow. They- it made me so mad because she gets up and she says, oh, I just fell into this dirty snow patch. But it's like the it was pure yeah. white cotton They snow. did a really bad job with the fake snow in this because we've, we've, we've read about it now. Like the types of fake snow that they use. 
and they use like the type you're supposed to use in like the furthest <laughs> like the widest shots uh possible because it looks bad they used only like the cotton they yeah. just like threw cotton balls around the town no the no the good ones they use like fire suppressant foam right? yeah 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 and then this man like they get in a little fight yeah, she's she's hey, you ran into me and he's like, I I'm from here, so I can I'm allowed to drive around. Yeah, he looking. was like, I've never seen I've never run into someone before, so actually I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> um then she kind of is a little bit rude and looks down at her camera, like the photos she was taking while they're talking. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make really make sense. sense. But then she's like, Oh, I actually can you give me a ride to my Airbnb? And he's like, no, I don't have a license like you accuse me of. <laughs> and then that's the end of that scene. <laughs> and the we learned the pedicab is called a Siri cycle. I don't know. We never figured out what that meant, what that word was. Yeah. Then suddenly it's night. and Well, she makes it to like her Airbnb. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, actually, you know what I wrote down? She doesn't go to her Airbnb yet. <laughs> she goes to a tree lighting ceremony. <laughs> that's first? Yeah. and With this, her luggage? Yeah, yeah. That's what, re-watching this, I was like, where is, I guess she had her car. And it's not yeah. a convertible. So she can <laughs> just pop that in there. She can finally drink her big tumbler coffee because she's outside <laughs> of her car. She's actually, so they talked about the, this is the first time it snowed in a long time in this town. Maybe it's because she was shaking that rainmaker so <laughs> <laughs> On her drive down there. Um, so this tree lighting ceremony, we thought it seems like it was a real event. They just filmed that because there were so many people there. Yeah, the town, this town feels full. Yeah, this town's full. Selving, selving, let them film. Yeah, there were a lot of extras in the credits in no discernible order. Yeah. <laughs> it's very they not my alphabetical. Theory, my theory is all the extras got a you know, a release to sign and then someone like got a stack of releases and no one sorted them. Whoever put in the credits, just, <laughs> well, these are in release receival order. So you see like, like a little family are together. I was thinking they might be in order of like appearance, but it's like some no, of these people are so I disagree. far away. I yes, disagree that's that true. went through. I would have gone through and like try be like, who actually appears first? But you wouldn't know who was who. I know you, you do. You like, you look at their, they take a photo with the release. So you know who is who. Mm, okay. Um, and I have had before where they were on a job where they were like, when do all these people appear in the show so we know which episodes they're in to like get their releases? And I like made a big chart that nobody cared about. And I stayed up till like 2 a.m. doing this. I like took it home because I was like, this is going to take me so long to do. And no one cared, of course. Um, no, they used it, but they didn't like appreciate that it is no this job they never praised me for anything but it was then they just like kept being like oh can you do it more for more and i'm like this took me so long to do to screenshot every single person who appears and like identify who they are when i infamously cannot tell anyone apart (laughs) um so then she goes to her airbnb it's again a house (laughs) it's not an airbnb it's just a regular bnb okay (laughs) <laughs> this, is like a, this is a business well it also was weird because the like owner of the b&b laurel 
like I guess the sister booked it because she she's like, oh, your sister told me that you're writing a story <laughs> about our town. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you're like a critic, aren't you not supposed to tell the people you are? I don't know. I she tells everyone choose. she's writing. That's true. OK. Um, and we learned that Laurel. <laughs> she's not like doing undercover boss. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a food critic does because it wants to get like the real <laughs> experience. Well, but she like also is constantly using the fact that she's writing this blog to get like free samples. Like at one point at a bakery, she just says, oh, could I have a cookie? And they (laughs) just give her a free cookie. And I'm like, should I say I'm writing a blog? And She's a bit of it like an influencer trying to get. I see those. I see like screen caps of influencers messaging like a bakery being like will you give me a free cake i'll talk about it positively on my instagram yeah no i want to yeah sometimes i think about that just like messaging (laughs) a brand and being like give me free stuff (laughs) and when you fantasize about this do you think about what they give you a positive response yeah i've seen it happen what What was i was thinking about something recently I think it was some like software or something just being like, give it to me for free. (laughs) Because I've seen a friend of ours tweeting at something demanding they give her free stuff. (laughs) Um, So the owner of the bread bread and breakfast, Mm -hmm. Laurel, says that she loves the blog. She's read it before. And I like the actress who plays Laurel, I think, is pretty good. We learned that she's in Pitch Perfect. We've not seen the movie, but we searched on Wikipedia, and her character's only mentioned in a description of, like, all the characters. We don't think she's a big character. But she's part of the She's crew. part of the, like, singing the group. group. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, So, you know. let us... So... Please write in. write yeah. in. Write in if you think we should watch Pitch Perfect and if Jessica is a big character. Yeah, just tell us if I'm not going to. Well, maybe I'll watch it. Um, so then we learn another. There's another recurring feature of this movie of these movies where the house, you know, looks like it's built in the 2000s. And then a character takes the time to explain. He says the house is actually older than it looks. My dad used to be the mayor. And this was a community center and he hang out here all the time. (laughs) Then when it closed down, we were too sad to have it closed down. So we converted it into this bed and breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So they need you to like, yeah, for some reason, I think there's part of it is like that you want to be in like an old, an old house, a cozy old house for Christmas. But like they want it to, yes, they want it to have this sort of like charming nostalgic feel but they never yeah they never film it in any location like that so they just always add in this dialogue like to just tell us as though this will like it will snap in our brains and we'll be like (laughs) ah okay it is cozy okay it is yeah there's a lot of that sort of like lip service where characters will just like say things like as though we are like waiting for them to say that the character like likes cookies or something (laughs) and then we'll like be able to like lean back and relax you know yeah i was really tense until i learned that this house is old um oh and then she's shown the view they're like you got our favorite room because of the view (laughs) and they open the curtains and it's just like of a hedge (laughs) 
It's like two little trees right up next to the window, which is a bad view. Yeah. It's like things like that. I'm like, it's like, hey, once you get to the set and you see this, don't say it anymore. Cut out that line. Who cares about this line? This never applies later. They never mentioned that this was their favorite room. Yeah. They don't go in this little. Yeah. It's just like there's no ability to like manage the script versus the reality of what they're shooting and there's no time to do that it's like this movie there's this movie mr 365 (laughs) that's all about how great this christmas house is let's leave let's leave that yes We're, we're okay now the next part of the movie is just like all audrey being toured around being well First we no. First we have. She's like I. She's already hating this place. She hates this man. She had to look at. Yes. She, she doesn't place. really have a reason why she hates him. Well, I he, guess because he, he almost hit her, hit her. A, like a little bicycle car. I guess. And then so someone's like, okay, well you have to go get a tour tomorrow. Or now who sends her to the tour office? Laurel at the Airbnb does. Okay. So Laurel also like yeah, knows Airbnb, that this, I don't. I'm sorry, I wrote Airbnb website. in my notes. I wrote ABB. <laughs> um, Laurel also like knows that she wrote, didn't. You write some big songs for country and pop artists? <laughs> she asks, a sentence normal people say. I just, I'm so, I just don't understand why these movies do this. Why does she have to have been a Pop it's artist. so interesting. It reminds me of like, and it, that she can't still be the songwriter. Yeah. Also, it reminds me of one time on Mod Cloth, there was this description of a dress. They used to write like little descriptions that were like a little paragraph of like the person who's wearing the dress. So like flavor text. Yes, and it was like you were holding the cue cards for the comedian, and it was just like. <laughs> Why can't it be the comedian is wearing the dress? The comedian should just be wearing the dress <laughs> is what I say about these movies. Why is why isn't it? It would be more interesting if like she was a songwriter now. I don't understand this component where people are like, I guess you don't write songs anymore. <laughs> Do you ever think you'll write a song again? So then uh, Laurel tells her to go to the... Uh, community center and have a man there tell her where to go it, it's the first of these like coincidences I guess where she meets Sawyer there's a yeah. couple of those and it, it almost it borders on becoming one of the like why do we have to keep running into each other yeah but it's not quite that. it's not quite there's just a few of those yeah she goes there the community center man is like I'm too busy well, the, um, the guy who, like, works at the tour place is like, well, I'll have one of my other guides show you around. Well, he says, I'll have our community uh, liaison, I don't know, show you around. Also, he's my son. He doesn't, <laughs> I I don't even think he says that. Then the guy comes, uh-oh, it's the guy who hit her. His oh, name's no. Sawyer. He's like, hi, dad. She's, yeah, okay. Then they, she doesn't want to go with him, but she has to. She's all mad because she's like, I'm looking for the real scoop. I don't want, I don't want just this tourist crap. She's come, she's come to town to write about how this is like 
if uh, if Times Square was a whole little town, it's just a tourist trap. She she's gonna hate it. Yeah, she's also and, and this man. Well, he's lived here his whole life, and he friggin' loves the place. Well, what's what's interesting is her point of view is like this is just tourist crap, but she's not also a person who's like I am the true Christmas believer, you know? Because that's what you'd think it would be is if someone's like you're sort of saying Santa's name in vain. You're selling all these Santa toys, or or even just someone who hates Christmas. Yeah, would also work, but instead it's just like a person. Yeah, I like Christmas. Yeah, and so I don't really understand what she's searching for. She's like, I want yes. the real scoop, and I'm like, well, the scoop is this is a tourist trap town that sells Santa stuff. Like, what <laughs> yeah, do you Santa town? What do you want? It's like her going to like the Walk what? of Fame and going to one of those little stores that sells like a little. <laughs> Uh, trophy like Oscar statuette and being like well what are you really selling <laughs> this isn't the real Hollywood yeah <laughs> like, what trick? is this store really <laughs> yeah the, yeah um she also keeps saying windmills <laughs> <laughs> he's mad at her they have a little fake fight and then he accuses her that she says she likes chocolate Mm-hmm. So she, that means she does like holiday cheer, and he accuses her and says, "When was the last time you ate a whole chocolate bar?" And then they do have a joke line where then he says, "When was the last time you danced in the rain?" And she says, "The rain in L.A. is dirty." Instead of a real line, a human would say, "Is who would do that? Why would I be dancing in the rain? What did I just drink out of my big coffee rain maker?" Um. All it is is then he's giving her a tour and There's, well there is a part an exciting part where um he, they're going to go to like a pastry shop and she is having a great time with the lady who runs this pastry shop she's she wants to eat all the pastries for free she's having a great time and then um the lady's like well my son is coming over soon and she's like No actually she then is like did my tour guide's coming I hate the guy. Mm-hmm, okay. He's handsome, but full of himself. Guess what? Guess what? He shows up and he says, hi, mom, to the That's woman. That's his mommy. That's his mom. And she's this woman who's clearly like in her 60s, but with like a lot of plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. She's, yeah, she's the, they, she gets the producer's spouse recognition. Yes. Oh, and we then, don't know that, but. And yeah. then like, like the house that they tell us is old. <laughs> I love this so much. They write a line where she says, Darren and I got married right out of high school. You could say I grew up with my kids. <laughs> they got married right out of high school, and I and I had a I had Sawyer nine months later. Yes. Like this, this actress was like, um, my character needs to be forty, so you need to yes. establish that I had him as soon as I possibly could. <laughs> it's true. It was truly a wild line to hear that very much felt like it was added on the day of. Like they were like, okay, I don't. <laughs> I don't care. We can put that in there. Um, some other moments of them getting of uh, of Sawyer showing Audrey around. We get to meet like a lady who we meet oh, an old lady okay. who owns an antique store named Estelle. And in the antique store, our our lead has such a great time. But when she's she just she's loving this old lady for no reason. <laughs> the old lady has a like Charlie Chaplin hat on, and. 
she, and Audrey keeps like laughing and saying to Sawyer, like, I love her. <laughs> and then uh, she's like, well, I have to find a present for my niece and nephew. And so she's like looking around and she finds these two like hand painted porcelain storks or what are they yeah i think they're they're storks they kind of look like salt and pepper shakers (laughs) she finds these salt and pepper shakers her sister had instructed her to get get something kitschy as a gift for the kids she goes up this this is a shop full of santas and she goes and finds two salt and pepper shakers (laughs) of storks goes down to buy them and the lady's like oh these are expensive I cannot fathom like, how much are these gonna cost? I gotta know. I'm like, to me, these look like they would cost like ten dollars. The each. woman is stressed about how expensive. Yes, they are. she's like, you know what? Um, I'll give you the family discount. Like she can't. She cannot. Yes. She's like if I when I ring this up, her eyes are gonna bulge out of her head at this cost. This is Why a is thing. No price tag. Okay, maybe this is like a thing she put in her store and she put such an expensive price on it. She was like, no one will ever buy this, so I never have to sell it because she likes it so much. <laughs> this is one of her These are her. This shakers. is her personal salt and pepper shaker. And tonight when she cooks dinner, there's going to be no, there's gonna be no, <laughs> no flavor in that. Oh, poor Estelle. But she'll be counting those stacks. Those <laughs> stacks of green. Um, there's also a moment where she... So in this sequence of the movie... Sawyer's showing Audrey stuff, and then Laura, uh, Audrey's at the bre- bed and breakfast and, like, talks to Laurel, who's the owner. And there's a point where Laurel asks her to, like, help her sew something. And she she says, like, her excuse for it is she's like, oh, help me hold this so I can cut it. Why isn't she doing this on a table? She's, yeah, sitting, she's sitting in like a chair. She's cozy sitting chair. in a cozy chair, cutting. She's also not cutting. She's applying a boa to a costume. Big Just, gold costume, presumably made out of our lead's pants. <laughs> That's what <laughs> happened to the pants. That's when they did those re- those the shoot in L.A. They didn't have those anymore. They said, where did the pants go when a kid comes out wearing a big star costume? <laughs> <laughs> Another theme that I've that we've noticed in these movies are people putting batter on each other's noses. <laughs> Adults putting batter on each other's noses, yeah. which is very upsetting. Yeah. I mean, also we've seen multiple people that like when they're chefing, they are like, "Okay, I'm done cooking or baking," and they're wearing a perfectly clean apron, yes. which I say Seems like you didn't need the apron. Yeah. If you didn't get any on the apron, you wouldn't have gotten any on your clothes. Well, and also then you wonder, did they change into a different apron after they cooked? What and the this heck? is their serving apron. Would someone do that? I don't know. That it's seems the sort like, of that's like, like that's, that story of when there were those ghosts. No, there were those witches that would melt. <laughs> in- <laughs> There's these witches that will melt if they go in the rain. Okay, yes, this is the story I thought. And it's raining. And so the townspeople to get rid of the witches, they come and they're they put sheets in clay pots and they each go to the castle where the witches are with their clay pots. And then when they get in the castle, they take the sheets out and put it over themselves. And then they go up to the witches and they're like, Hey, we just got here. And the witches are like, How could you 
get here and be dry. It's raining outside. And then the ghosts say, we know how to dance in between the rain and we'll show you. And then they take the witches outside. But guess what? They can't dance between the rain. They just kept their ghosts. Wow. And you should never, you should never dance in the rain. Because it's dirty in LA. <laughs> That's true. Um, um, so, yeah, I mean, so we're, we watch them like fall in love. Great. And then. Yeah, they she, fall like, in keeps love. keeps extending her stay. Yeah, in a way that I had no sense of time. Because mm-hmm. it just, it just seemed to randomly be either day or night in various scenes. Like there were a couple times they like go to a performance and I'm like, okay, it makes sense. It's night. Yeah. But- <laughs> There's a part where they go, they go to a play and <laughs> they like keep talking up this play and then we see them watching it it is them like standing it's our four characters seem to be like standing up against a wall yes. on like a platform and the guy says actually this is this is actually the best seat in the house and it's like okay I mean, so our characters are intentionally not part of a crowd we cannot see the play or anyone yes. else in attendance well it looked to me like they were standing on a deck like okay. of someone's house yeah, I don't it know. It was very. It was a mysterious way to watch a play. It's just the kind. Of, it's I'm it's another thing of like. Suspect- guess what? You guys don't have a way to convey mm-hmm. that these characters are at this play. You just cannot show them there. Mm-hmm. You don't get to, and you don't need <laughs> you to. Don't need to. Um, you don't need most of these scenes because they. It it would work like. Well, they need like them to what? reach the eighty-eight minute. Yes, mark. they do need them. What they want is to convey. Through all of these sort of Christmas experiences, Audrey both falling in love with the town of Solving and with Sawyer, her guide. But instead, they were just showing us a bunch of scenes of stuff (laughs) where nothing changes in between the scenes. Like, she's not really, she doesn't really seem to dislike him in the early scenes, except that she will tell other people she hates him. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we have all that, we have that part of the movie. And then. We like the movie remembers oh, that also, she's supposed to be writing an article. Yeah. Also, uh, Sawyer is a sister named Gibby. <laughs> <laughs> and there's at one point where both Tanner and I thought he just said Thanksgiving, <laughs> sort of as a non sequitur. And then we realized he was saying thanks, Gibby. <laughs> um, yes. Then Audrey remembers that she has to write. She this has article. to write this article. And so she's like. I guess had written a mean one, but then she's working real hard on her nice one. And then guess what freaking happens? Uh oh. Her, her sister posted the wrong article and it was or the mean article. She it, like sent the wrong yes. one. Yes. This one is strange because unlike some other movies we've seen, the editor's not being malicious. This, yes. It seems we don't we don't really get the sister's point of view, but it seems like it was an accident. And this is why you need to name the file names of all your drafts descriptively so you make sure that you're sending the correct draft yeah D- draft draft underscore one underscore scrooge yeah draft <laughs> underscore two underscore lovers <laughs> <laughs> um what's the what's the file type there i feel like she doesn't use she's she dot she, txt she's just a notepad no i feel like she's using like she's not she does not own word but she's using. Um, she's got open office. She's got open office. I don't know. Actually, she had a lot of icons on the bottom of her computer when she opened it up. She might have word. Her and her sister. You don't think she's got word? Blog- no, I, I think do. she. I actually. You know what? I think she writes directly on Blogger. She opens <laughs> okay. Blogger up, 
and just writes it right in there in the text box. Um, the blog gets the, posted the, the, during this big scavenger hunt. Everybody is to oh yeah, find she's on these. A big scavenger they hunt. have to find these sleepy Santas, but they're not Santas, right? They're not Santas. Aaron they're called research. like Nise, which is like a, a Danish thing. Um, only children are supposed to do the scavenger hunt. Our adult main characters show up and they say the mom of Sawyer, the uh, lady who had the child right after right after high school, she is giving the rules of the scavenger hunt. And she says, like, any child who wins gets one free pastry a week and their parents get a free coffee a week at my store. And then Audrey just says, if I win, I get a pastry. (laughs) (laughs) And then... After the kids all leave, our leads go up and they say, we want to be part of the scavenger hunt. And then the mom says, actually, no adults allowed. And then she says, well, actually, I do remember you said you wanted a pastry. <laughs> and then she says, and actually, I made you guys personal clues. She <laughs> um, made them harder clues. Which yeah. She gave you one clue to where it was. Yes. But they after they do the scavenger hunt. They eventually find it. The scavenger hunt is actually where the famous Thanksgiving line takes place. Mm-hmm. And Gibby, there's a real question. How old is she? Because she looks like an adult and she works at the candy store that Sawyer owns. But also she says she has a term paper due. Is there a university in Solvang? <laughs> well, no, she's home for Christmas. No, she definitely works there. She definitely works there. I don't know. Now I'm like, are, they saying, are they saying that Gibby is like still in high school? And our, our lead man is actually like early 20s. So are they popping down this grandma's age <laughs> is she like actually supposed I'm to be actually, 40 i'm actually in my 30s and sawyer's 10 <laughs> this grandma has this lady has written her own version where this is like gilmore girls <laughs> her and sawyer are yeah she's lorelei sawyer's rory audrey's jess <laughs> mm-hmm. all our characters um so then they read the article yeah. and it's mean. They're pissed. They're pissed. They bring up a good point. She says, she says to them like, "I that was before," and then I like got to know y'all and decided it was good. And then one of the uh, the ladies like, "Yeah, but you did write this. You were gonna like hurt our livelihood by releasing this mean thing about our town that relies entirely on tourism. You're you were mean to do that, even if you changed your mind after getting to yeah. know us." Yeah, you still had meanness in you. <laughs> yeah. The art, the blog headline was solving Santa's Taurus trap. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when Sawyer reads the blog, he says, your prose is just as strong as your song lyrics. <laughs> I love that. Giving her a compliment, even when she's tearing mm-hmm. their town apart. Also, we forgot that they go for a ride in a horse-drawn trolley car. Yeah, that I theorized there might be some mechanical opponent components inside this trolley car. It looks pretty big for a horse to it be It looked moving. big. I remarked I while watching it. It does look like in a like post-apocalyptic movie yeah. when there's like horses horse horses like uh pulling cars that no longer function, which leads to the question, is this movie post-apocalyptic? Because <laughs> he's also riding around on that bicycle car. Yeah, I don't think we ever see a date in here. And perhaps actually, like, the music industry is long dead. Mm. And that's why she doesn't write songs anymore. Wow. And that's oh. why they drink out of those big tumblers. Because there's actually, <laughs> Move on there's the actually not a oh, big water source. So they have to carry a lot of water around like camels. 
So then she goes home. Uh, she's sad. Her sister like comes to visit her. There's, there's just like these movies often will have just a part. It's just like, well, we're sad for a little bit. And then all the characters are just fine. It's like, she's, yeah, she's home. She's sad. Then but she we gets didn't, like a, we didn't like even a, like see any of her being sad. Actually, we just cut to then the part because they wouldn't they don't want to write that. Yeah. Um, they just cut to her sister coming and being like, you got to not be sad anymore. Um, her sister. And then she gets a then she gets a package in the mail. Yes. Well, her no, her sister also said, "I see you're eating some plain cheese pizza." <laughs> I think maybe she was saying like a brand. Plain is the brand. No, I think you missed. We also thought Thanksgiving <laughs> was Thanksgiving. True. There's clearly something And wrong then with- also Audrey admits she's been writing again, and writing she says music. writing music again, and she says first song I've written in years, and admittedly, it's really good. <laughs> So we both, happy with that. both Sawyer and Audrey agree that she's a great writer. <laughs> um, yeah. Then she gets a package. And guess what? Guess what, what it beautiful is? Beautiful package. Why? It's those storks. So it's those two salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> now Audrey's pizza just has to does not have to be plain anymore. Now it can be salty <laughs> and peppery. And I think. Didn't the note that was included say, like, when I realized how much you had spent yes, on these? I was like, I had to get them to you. And they will not tell us an amount. You know why? Because this takes place in the future. Currency is so uh-huh. different due to inflation. We won't even be able to comprehend how much that is in today's dollars. Um, also, we do see a in one of these tiny shots, we, to show us Sawyer is sad, all they show us is Gibby... I assume they're doing some sort of movie night, but all we see is Gibby bringing a big tub of popcorn over to him, and he takes a handful. It's like one of those ones. It's a square plastic thing. Like, it made to look like a movie theater, like classic movie theater popcorn bag, but it's like squared. With like the, you know, the top, like the little rounded top of like a fence, like a a white fence. And she brings it over and takes a handful and eats the handful of popcorn. And then she, I think, gets up and walks away. And that's... He eats it very sadly. He eats it very sadly. It's like as though he sees the popcorn. He says, will this make me happy? And he grabs Well, he's it. sad because uh, there's no salt and pepper on that popcorn. <laughs> um, then we go to Audrey. And she's calling someone named DK. Donkey Kong. And we assume it's Donkey Kong. And she says, how fast can you lay a new track down for me? Which I say, this confirms it. It's Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. He's got the bongos. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're just back at solving. Everybody loves Aubrey again. Yeah, she goes She goes back and they're just happy. It doesn't feel, I don't know. Yes, they're all happy now. Also, Aubrey's family is here. And Laurel is going to sing the new song. <laughs> that audrey wrote because somehow she had the lyrics for it before and then audrey's like wait until you Mm -hmm. read the sheet music for it and then they tell laurel she's going to go sing in front of the whole town this song right then which to a lot of people is their nightmare (laughs) and at this point audrey is a lot like the lady from that dress description holding up cue cards with music notes (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I got to say, Audrey, uh, no, Laurel deserves 
her place on the Pitch Perfect acapella team. She can sight read like nobody else. <laughs> does a great job. She does a great job. I feel like it was only a little bit auto-tuned. Yeah, these movies do like to auto-tune. They think that we don't know what it is and we'll be very impressed by it. And then Sawyer says to Audrey, I thought you didn't write music anymore. As though it's a betrayal to him <laughs> that she started being creative again. Because that's what everybody wants to hear when they've been depressed and not doing their art for someone to accuse them of lying by doing it again. <laughs> and then they kiss and then it's just over. And like other movies too, a recurring theme is, I guess we're going to do a long distance yeah. relationship. Even though she earlier said that her last relationship didn't work because it was long distance. So I don't know. I feel like she might be in a pretty long distance. Like yeah, four hours. it's like four hours. I feel like she might be in a time loop. <laughs> and she's actually <laughs> been was talking about Sawyer was her ex. OK, I like that. OK, I do like this. And he needs her to write the song. This is beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that was a big beep, beep. spoiler. I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> um, I think that. Sawyer is the ex she had. Okay, and this is a, a segment we've talked about is sequels, prequels. And I think that this is both the sequel and the prequel to its own movie. Okay. They should release connective tissue. Is Yeah. I next, just, I want a director's like a, cut. Like a 20 minute, I think it's just a 20 minute piece that you play in between viewings of this movie. Yes. Because okay. I think that he, in order for... Okay, he needs to feed off of her scrooginess in order for the Christmas cheer to stay alive and solving. Okay. The Christmas the Christmas cheer needs an enemy. It needs something to infect. A conflict. Yeah, something like that. It is it that there's too much. It, yeah, it gets there's too, too strong. It gets too strong and overpowers the townspeople of solving. Everything gets covered in Christmas lights. There's yes, the that's sleep, why it snowed. The, see, the sleepy Santas are everywhere. They're everywhere. That's why it snowed. There was okay. too much Christmas cheer. The townspeople they, are rioting. Every the time center. it snows, they need a sacrifice to come to the town so they can yeah. infect that person with Christmas cheer. Get that excess Christmas cheer out of here. They're all they're all in the town square yelling and yelling, yeah. threatening Sawyer, who's the leader of the town. Yes. And they say you must his, bring his someone. dad is just a figurehead. <laughs> <laughs> um and so then she every time it ends up being her. She needs to write an article, the clicks. Who do you think are those advertisers? It is the people of solving. <laughs> solving. They are the ones. They are the ones paying for her website. They're the one doing the clicks, driving the traffic. And if you pay attention to this movie, you learn the tagline of their website uh, is. Oh, yeah. Sites, style, songs, and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so the people of solving are driving traffic to this website and then once there's too much christmas cheer and it snows then they get audrey to come into the mm -hmm. town fall in love with sawyer get filled with christmas cheer herself take that excess cheer away go back home she forgets about the town and then it happens all over again wow wow beautiful and if only she paid attention to the clue she would know it's actually in the future she's not because aware of, big, of that because of the big coffee mug the big coffee mug the car the car the, yeah. the horse-drawn trolley these weird sleepy santas nobody's heard of <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this lady says she's like 18 years old yeah. <laughs> she's clearly in her 60s the clues are here audrey 
Wow. Wow. And what do we rate this? I rate so it. So should we discuss the ratings? Yeah, we're going to discuss our ratings. So we are ha- we have a Santa scale, of course. One to five Santas. One to five Santas. Um, five Santas is we would recommend anyone to watch this. You have a fun time watching this. Yeah. Maybe, probably because it's so bad. It's a so good, it's bad situation. <laughs> <laughs> Four stars. This is still pretty fun, but yeah. like, if you if you are someone who likes to watch mm-hmm. a bad Christmas movie, this is one to watch. Yeah, I to me three star is you could put you could put this on if you are someone who needs like some background movie while like family is here or something. I think three stars <laughs> no, don't are do like that. this no. COVID. Do not do it this year. Do not. You're in you trouble. Could put it on. You can put, you it, could on put it on during the family Zoom. Yeah. Put it on and then leave. Just point the camera at this movie. Your family, <laughs> they will be charmed. They'll hear that the house is actually older than it looks. <laughs> and they will be in for a real treat. Um, I feel like three stars is kind of what they're aiming for at these movies. As Melissa yeah. Joan Hart in an interview said, these are movies people are wrapping Christmas presents to. Okay, yeah. I I have enough. You're doing enough that I can vaguely follow a story. <laughs> if I if I get distracted and look up, there's a good chance that like the story beat we're on is just resetting. Yeah, so there's a good be... chance the next five story beats are exactly the same story <laughs> beat. And then two star, I'm like, unless you are a diehard of this genre. <laughs> yeah, unless you have run out of other movies. Yeah, do not <laughs> watch this. And one star is... This is you should we not forbid it. Do, Actually, we you're not forbid allowed it. To. Things that we give one star, you're not allowed to watch. We are pressing, so we press Santa's cheeks if we say <laughs> this is good, and we actually press Santa's butt cheeks for these bad ones. We flip over the button, and it's actually Santa's butt, and we are saying, do not. And that one sounds more fun to press, so mm. I will be tempted to give more things bad ratings to mm. be able to touch Santa's. Okay, butt. should it be something else? No. Okay, it is Santa's butt, but he lets out a big fart. Okay. And you'd think it would smell good because he eats all those milk and cookies. <laughs> the best smelling items. Yes. Milk. Milk. Um, this movie, I would say two stars. Yeah, it's 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 like two. Yeah, it's two. There were a well, couple. Wait, I gave the last one two and a half. Yeah, I kind of don't. I kind of can't wrap my head around the half Santa <laughs> ratings. I guess it would be a Santa and an elf. Well, it's somewhere between yeah. the two Santa types. Yeah, this one is is it too although this, what this one had going against it is that we just watched it for a second time yeah it was not a good and idea what's, uh, what's interesting is the first time watching it i had such a reaction to the cinematography being so bad and this time i was just like i don't even well at first you yeah. were having a lot of trouble with it and there are some as you pointed out some very strangely composed shots where there's yeah. there's like three people on different planes yeah and so this person one of them will just be entirely out of focus yes well this the the dp or like the camera operator they were shot a lot of this on like a like handheld with like a gimbal but that they were not good at doing that yeah that happens whenever i use a gimbal (laughs) um what is a gimbal it's like a little weighted thing to like so that you can have smooth handheld shots. Okay. Oh, I've always heard those referred to as dibbies. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of they ha- seem to have a lot of trouble with like one of the most basic setups, which is just like a shot, like reverse shot conversation. Because, you know, classically you do like an over the shoulder shot, over the shoulder shot, you know, so that we have like the shoulder 
uh, out of focus of one person when you see the other person and vice versa so that we know they're in the same space and talking to each other. But like this person would a lot of times do one person just alone and then the next like only the other person would have sort of an over the shoulder but like framed really awkwardly which also makes cutting hard because a lot of times you're seeing like one person's face in like both the shots in the conversation yeah. tanner's falling asleep as i <laughs> explain this um but just some very awkwardly composed shots there's also in the kitchen of the bed and breakfast there were candlesticks like on the counter and as though they were glued onto the counter, <laughs> they did not move these. And so they are like in the center of every shot <laughs> that's in the kitchen. They are in every single shot that takes place in the kitchen because they're shooting people across this center island. It's just, I I got very mad that this person got this job <laughs> as the cinematographer. But, you know, I'm trying to use that as hope that underqualified people can get jobs but also that means i could get jobs i want to do you know i don't have to be mad at this guy for having this job you sure don't Mm -mm. okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's the movie yeah that's the movie and when you're watching this movie remember to be hopeful that you could get jobs that you're underqualified for (laughs) instead of being mad at the people they did hire Happy holidays. Happy happy holidays. (laughs) Uh, Actually, um, it's a lot older than it looks. Very large windmills. Okay, when was the last time you ate an entire chocolate bar? Someone may have informed me how much you paid for those storks. Thanksgiving. Darren and I got married right out of high school, and nine months later... Sights, style, songs, and sweet. First song I've written in years, and admittedly, it's really good. Plain cheese pizza. Those? Ooh, those are not cheap.